0: very good morning good afternoon or good evening wherever you may be uh this is sean this is alex
1: and this is Sven.
0: and we are back with a third season believe it or not we made it um as one of our instagram followers actually told us he was surprised we made it to his third season so are we <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're excited to be back uh, whether that was a compliment or not and um, season three here we are oh, well,
2: he meant it like that i think he's he probably meant just it pretty nice for us he's just like you guys have come so far and i'm like i know yeah we're trying <laughs> thanks
0: for noticing <laughs> uh, we'll bring, bring in a couple of changes to season three that's going to include shorter episodes so if you have a shorter commute good for you you now get to listen to our entire episode in one commute which is probably refreshing uh, and we're also going to introduce a couple of other new things and you'll kind of get used to them along the way as we introduce them
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then today's topic is very exciting um what better way to look back Um, at our lives prior to COVID and all of our (laughs) travels, then thinking about which parks we really want to visit again. Mm
2: -hmm. And we're all going to, all three of us have our own list of three parks that we're going to discuss. Yeah, we're going to take a look at nine parks that we, the Coaster Kings, really want to revisit based on previous visits, whether it has to do with just loving a park so much that we just can't wait to be back there for atmospheric reasons or... Is there there's some unfinished business? Unfinished business. roller coasters <laughs> that were closed, roller coasters that have been built since the last visit, and so on. There's lots of ways to answer this revisit a park question because there's lots of reasons to revisit parks. Um, sure,
0: and I think that's yeah. why that's such a yeah. wonderful topic because mm-hmm. it can really go. Just, yeah, it can really go either way when yeah. it comes to.
2: Uh, I think for every park that we're mentioning, there's a different combination of reasons that we chose these answers for ourselves Mm
0: -hmm. and before diving into that uh, we are going to start off with some of our newest articles on thecoastkings.com we had a little little bit of a break since the last season so we've had lots of things we published Uh, one of the main focuses has been of course universal orlando resort's brand new intimate coaster
2: Jurassic World philosophy coaster (laughs) oh yeah that's right Jurassic World
1: attempt to a I dinosaur.
2: Know. That was oh, a dinosaur? I thought you were just really horny for <laughs> I it. thought you were okay. like a fangirl. Oh, my God. coaster. I don't know. There's something in my voice. That's me. I'm fangirl. <laughs> it's, it's winter in Belgium. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> but, yeah, so um, in one of our most recent articles, we are taking a look at a brand-new set of raptors have been um, added. So the entrance to the ride, as well as the entrance to the ride's plaza, really, um, have four new raptor Statues. statues slash animatronics? We think they're just statues, but who knows? With Universal Creative, they could be moving. And then, of course, there are a I'm couple thinking something inside. along
2: the lines of our dragon at uh, in Diagon Alley. Yeah, maybe some shriek or maybe a, a beak moving. to a fault, but move maybe slightly. If anything
0: are going to be moving, I would expect the moving ones to be on the ride, right, not on the marquee. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. And um, that's really coming together. Landscaping is awesome. The entrance is beautiful. And we actually were on Theme Park Portal, a brand new podcast launched that already launched by the time you listen to this. Where uh, we talked a little bit about Coast Coaster. Okay. Um, and one of the main things that we discussed there, which I think is really useful to know for those that aren't following the project really closely, is that Jurassic Park, the <laughs> land at Islands of Adventure, takes place in Orlando. The whole idea is that Jurassic Park at Islands of Adventure is a sort of satellite park that was added at universal so people could go and visit jurassic park even though they didn't have have to travel to the big island right Mm -hmm. but then jurassic world takes place like actually on isla nublar i think it is Mm -hmm. um you know the island off costa rica and so in order to like not really blend the two storylines the entrance to jurassic world which is not its own area, really, officially, but it's just gonna feel like one. It's actually located on the waterfront side, and it's gonna be over by the bridge between Jurassic Park and the lost continent bypassing the wizarding world of harry potter so they're really separating the two themes and anywhere where like you can see the par- jurassic park area or the jurassic world ride the logos don't no- do not have any names on them so the logos are just silhouettes of the dinosaurs not yeah. the word park not the world uh, the world world so like they did such an, an incredible job of connecting all the modern aesthetic and themes and dinosaurs with like the old and even though it's a little bit blending. It works really well because, like, the most crucial parts of the storylines are all separated. And so um, that's that's actually something really cool that I think it's a really nerdy aspect you may yeah. not really hmm. realize um,
2: without having... There's a lot to focus on with the project. And, like, even living in Orlando and going to Universal, like, three times a week, like, things are constantly changing. So we're really enjoying um, having the privilege of, of focusing on it so... Uh, intently, that we pick up who we get to see uh, all of these things and, and pick up on some of these nuances and, and uh, smaller details.
0: Yeah, and so we have a lot and a lot of articles on the website, usually an update a week at least. Lots of pictures of it in action. We've got a couple of cool long exposure shots on there. So if you want more detail, obviously go visit our website. Another thing that we have been launching lately, um, almost weekly, has been. Or Scandinavia series. So I think at this point, mm-hmm. we're already at 11 articles. So yeah. um, one of our team members, James, um, in Europe, he goes and talks about all the Scandinavian theme parks in detail, kind of even assistant in trip planning. So if you're looking yeah, at totally. making a trip... Mm-hmm. There's a lot of really useful information yeah. I wouldn't even necessarily the think of putting in The logistics end of
2: going there. Not just why you should go there, but how mm. you can go there. Yep,
0: and maps, all that good stuff. And another really noteworthy point that I want to make is um, Seaworld Orlando had filed permits for a new B&M surf coaster last year.
1: Mm-hmm. That
0: was meant to be like a 2021 edition, right? Obviously, everything got very, very delayed because of COVID-19. However, um, our wonderful team member, Nick... Is really give her permits, and he finds out that the corrections have been filed for that same project called Project Penguin. That the B&M Surf Coaster is still in production, Mm -hmm. and once these corrections are approved by the state, construction will start at SeaWorld Orlando for yet another roller coaster just down the street. So, um, for more details, permits, where it's going to be located, a possible new park entrance, all of that can Mm -hmm. be found. On the CodesKings.com. Just either search Project Penguin or scroll down. I can't believe SeaWorld's be gonna there. be a
2: four BM park. That's BM like
0: Powerhouse. Surreal. I mean you gotta do something mm-hmm. against Velocicoaster
2: and Tron. That means And Guardians. And now that means that Bush Gardens Tampa needs another BM. Mm-hmm. I Obviously. need a BM wing. We need a, you know, a Scarlet Macaw themed wing coaster. Yes, that would <laughs> be the dream. Chanting that forever. Yeah, like take I the one it. from Tramlong and put it Because I feel like the Macaw is like the Bush Gardens Tampa. Well bird, honestly, you, know?
1: you guys <laughs> think that you need a and m but Belgium doesn't even have a B&M, so sorry, no, Belgium the next one is fine. needs to come here, right next Belgium to problems. the other ones that are coming soon, like the Rite well, of Happiness by Tomorrowland, exactly.
0: <laughs> which is quite a controversy, it turns out, because oh, yeah. Tomorrowland is a, for those who don't know, a big music festival, which is the main, I mean, they do pop-up shops and stuff, but yeah. the main, main focus the main is, Claim to Fame really is their big music festival, EDC, hardcore partying, all night long. And um, this is being added to Panne, which is a very, very family-focused attraction with pretty much only family themes based on family television shows. And so it seems like a really weird contrast. I guess they want to draw on new people. Certainly so. But at the same time, it's one of those things where it's like, is it going to scare some people away? Are we going to see a bunch of people at this park now to ride that roller coaster that has no interest in any of the other franchises there? It's it's Probably. a really interesting choice. Um, but I guess we'll have to see how that's going to unfold. Um, yeah.
1: it's um, The thing is, though, the, what the park is communicating is that just wait and see. And there's more to Tomorrowland than other f- Festivals because it's actually m- almost a theme park on its own it's very yeah. themed stages and like if you look up pictures you'll see how incredible these are and basically what they are saying what we're bringing to plopsaland is not that crazy atmosphere but it's the theming and the, <laughs> no the drug addled known-
2: atmosphere for <laughs> exactly. a family amusement park
0: and uh on the topic of The surf coaster, hot news, coming in on our phones right now. We are seeing blue B&M track pieces at the (laughs) manufacturing plant in Ohio, which, as of right now, I don't think any other park that uses the manufacturing plant is building B&M. So that may very well be the surf coaster um, coming to SeaWorld in 2022 earliest. Uh, And before we move on, I want to do one more uh, mention of an article that definitely worth checking out. We have been scoping out some of the Hong Kong news stations, and we have learned that Hong Kong's Ocean Park is going to be retiring seven major attractions to move to a new business model. This new business model is going to be a free entry to all and then different vendors and operators selling ride or attraction tickets or whatever you know, they have to offer um, on that giant park. The park is massive, so I think this is a good move. Like, I would love nothing more than go in there for free and just walk around. The views are stunning. Um, but it does mean that our beloved dragon... And from what I'm hearing, possibly Mind Train as well. These two magnificent roller coasters will be retired. Uh, For more details on what exactly is happening, when they're getting retired, uh, you want to hit up the coasterkings.com. And anything else you gentlemen
1: want to add?
2: I think that covers it beautifully. I think we're
1: ready.
0: I am super ready. Uh, You know who else is ready? Our Instagram followers. Because uh, we actually placed a poll.
2: A little late. We put, placed it this day of our There's recording, a couple of hours ago. But we
0: got a couple of cool responses there.
2: I, I, I like to think that we can reward people's eagerness to answer with their f- being featured, right? Because like if they answered in the first like half hour, it's like oh wow, like okay these people you are like, on top of it. So
0: mm-hmm. you know who really cares? Um, Chris at Chris underscore all up in ya five. He says that Shanghai Disney is the best park. His mm-hmm. reason
2: being, yeah. Uh, the castle is breathtaking. Tron is really fun. And Pirates of the Caribbean is wow. And, and we were like, wow, yeah, I w- agree. We, yeah, like, yeah that that that's is pretty much where we're at.
1: Correct, Chris. Yep. You have won. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not surprised <laughs> that you picked yeah. that one out, guys. We were delighted that <laughs> well, somebody. Well,
0: we wanted to pick answers that actually had like a reason. And yeah. And yeah. were more than just your usual Cedar Point answer. Yeah. No offense, like, the <laughs> Cedar Point's a fair park.
2: Totally good for you. There was a lot of people. More than fifty percent of the people answered and did not give reasons, so it was easy for us to just be. You like, gave a I reason. I that
0: was a reason for us. To you gave a you. reason, then we mm. definitely
2: looked at your answer, and then some of these answers were very concise and articulate, and those were the ones that like we were most excited to feature.
0: And then um, our follower Cleo, from uh, European Kosi Kings, he's going to introduce us to our main topic today. Um, his favorite park. It's Ventura, and he says it's such an amazing atmosphere. They have a great balanced lineup, and they've got two of the best coasters in Europe. And you can find them at underscore Clio Dust Coasters underscore. And uh, speaking of Ventura, what's <laughs> up, Sven?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you know that? Okay, so <laughs> main topic is what parks do we want to visit soon again? And uh, obviously, I could say okay, Plopsaland and Walibi Belgium because I have the yeah. annual pass for them, and hopefully this year uh, we can visit them, depending on you know how things go in the world. Uh, mm-hmm. But I wanted to pick parks that I was like, okay, they're not necess- they're not really introducing a new ride this year, but I still want to go soon back to those parks. Um, and yeah, the first one on the list that I put was PortAventura. And it does have a little bit of, to do with a new ride that I haven't done there before. And that's the Sesame Street uh, mm-hmm. Mission dark ride, which is basically the only dark ride at PortAventura. Because last <laughs> time that I- Seems
0: like a legit reason, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Last time that I went there, I was, well, well, it depends on what kind of rides you count as dark rides. but. When I talk about dark rides, I really mean like either a classic dark
2: ride, yeah, yeah,
1: a, a classic one or interactive, um, mm-hmm. where you have a
2: because they've got like a flying theater and stuff there, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. This is their first track, and they've got Temple de Fuego, but I guess that's a walkthrough, right? You know, show.
1: I, more, about I, I, I count it more as a show. Yeah, Temple of Fuego. Yeah, I have done it before, but
2: Universal's like must-have over there. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. yeah,
1: but it was last time I went. I that was the thing. Like, what I really miss in this park because that's the the boxes that you need to take off for or, uh, an actual. I need to be careful with my words though, because I was about <laughs> to say with an with a re, what a theme park really needs is coasters, water rides, trail rides, and dark rides.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was the one that was really missing, because they, like um, Cleo said, there are good coasters. Um, She says two. Well, obviously Shambhala will be one of them, um, as it is one of the best coasters in Europe, for sure. Um, The other one, I'm curious which one she means, because... That's what I was wondering, too. People may say Dragon Con. but there are a lot of people that hate Dragon Con now it too. It could be
0: Red Forest. It could just kind of be like a lump together thing. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll have to change that. Yeah, with her. well,
1: Portaventura is, of course, you have Portaventura World, which is the main park, yeah. and then you have Ferrari Land. So mm-hmm. I'm still, from what she wrote, I am, I'm thinking that she only means the main park, you know? And then there's, so Dragon Con, I never had a bad ride on it. I have to admit that in the back, it was a lot more intense than in the front. Um, But at the end of the day, it was still a very enjoyable ride. But I've heard other people like, no, that thing is shit.
2: People say that about Kumba, too, which like Kumba is the precursor Mm -hmm. to that ride in pretty much every way. That's the ride that I would be the most interested in. Mm To like visiting Port Aventura for that's my pride for
0: me leg. too because I feel mm-hmm. my so B&M hypers are are common uh, intimate lounge girls are common but the B&M sit down is honestly quite yeah. rare there's like four of them Yeah. you know one in Vietnam two in Florida one in Europe and yeah. I think that makes it one of those reasons I would really want to ride it yeah
1: but there's another unique ride there coaster Furious even. Baco Furious Baco and yeah
0: I guess it's pretty miserable but yeah. I haven't ridden it
1: but then that's again some people love it some people hate it but yeah. For me, I really enjoyed it when I was sitting on the inner seats and yeah. more to the front. That's when
0: um almost sounds like the X2 effect where like inner seats mm-hmm. because of the you know, the the least amount of bounce, I guess, you know, the
2: the flap, wing the wing know? flapping. And people yeah.
1: really enjoy the launch for sure, and it's it's good yeah. theming too. Like it has a little. I've heard the, people have
2: told me that they think Furious Baco's launch is better than Red Forces because Furious Baco is, is, is a hydraulic launch, yeah. and Red Force is not.
1: Mm. Yeah, and it, and Furious it, Furious Furious mm-hmm. is um, the Mediterranean area is really nice. It's it's something mm-hmm. different, you know, as a entrance area for a theme park in Europe. And the mm-hmm. way that it passes by then, it's not really reliable yeah. in senses it's of, will it be open, ride. though? <laughs> yeah. Like on slow days, it's usually only open half a day. Oof. but
2: Not terribly surprised. But it
1: yeah. makes sense.
0: Checks out. It's Checks in out Intimate Box. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But as a whole, yeah, it's definitely a park. And what I love the most, though, is the resort feeling. Like you book a hotel, which is pretty cheap, and you are, you're there for three days, and you can enjoy... Uh, sangria at night, and then the mm-hmm. next morning you're just riding your coasters, and also the the other rides of course are fun, like the rapid. The, the they have
2: some fun water rides. They have a a log flume intertwined with their Arrow Mine Train. That's the other Definitely Those are the, some American touches I think there. the three rides There mm-hmm. that I care The most about Are all yeah, opening day Attractions I think it's
0: attractions. Silver Mine I think is the Log Flume I'm not sure.
2: And then the, the, the Mine Train is Diablo But yeah d- The Mine Train The B&M Sit Down Looper And the Log Flume Are the three rides That I care the most About there And then there's Also the three oldest rides And then there's The three Woodies Yeah yeah They've got their Wooden Coaster Triage
0: Which I'm already Not looking
2: forward To not fitting in Comfortably The Junior Millennium Flyers Yeah. So, So what's your reasons uh, to go back? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. So, for you, what should I I start with? Europe, China, or Japan?
0: Let's start with. Well, we already have one Europe, so how about you start with Japan? Because I'll do my Japan last. All
2: right. (laughs) Yeah, Sean and I, when we were coordinating this, it was.
0: yeah, you just pure, have to
2: coordinate because yeah. we just don't want to overlap. By pure incident, our picks answer. were, we each had one European park, one Japanese park, and one Chinese park.
0: No, I have two Chinese. Well, I've got... Oh, have, oh, that's right. We'll get there.
2: Yours is kind of Europe. Was yeah, <laughs> okay. for a while. Okay, whatever you want to spin in. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> Anyways, so my park... Um, the park that I would like to most revisit uh, in Japan would be Fuji-Q Highland. And it's not because we didn't have a great time there. It was just a very soggy, wet day. It was wet. Um, like wet, wet. I really <laughs> just want to go back <laughs> to this park because the roller coasters were so phenomenal that uh, as stressful as it was to get on everything, it was incredibly satisfying. And all four of their big four coasters are very strong. It's the First, only the biggest park... Shock.
0: Was the fact that we were like literally a couple kilometers from Mount Fuji, and we literally couldn't see it? Yeah, we couldn't see it, did, it because we look at Aww. pictures now and we're so like, overcast. it was like right there, and yeah. we had like, no. Clue. And we're like, wow, like Mount Fuji so is so really beautiful.
2: So, like, I would love to go back to Japan on a good weather day and actually see the Mount Fuji q Like, go. <laughs> what time <Yeah>. period <laughs> did you go? We, we went in, in September. September, and it was hmm. rainier than I mean, it's we after expected. the rain season
0: because usually rain like the monsoon like, season is July.
2: Where, like it just rains non stop, but yeah, we didn't have yeah. the best luck with weather on the ACE trip. But no. we were just fortunate that we got all four of the major coasters and we got a reride on Fujiyama. We got
0: really lucky because we rode Asia we were the last train yeah. before it stopped yeah. for rain, and we we bought our way
2: on. We, yeah, like, we bought used The, the Zecchios, whatever, whatever they're called, but yeah, I would I would love to go back to that park again just because I really can't think of another park that has two roller coasters that stick out to me quite so dramatically as Ijanaika and uh, Fujiyama. Um, And they've got a lot of other cool rides. I really loved their flying theater, the Fuji Airways Flying Theater. There's other coasters there that we didn't ride because we just...
0: Or they weren't open. Yeah, they
2: weren't open. They used to have a Wild Mouse. They demolished it. So we missed. That was a credit we'll never get because we did not ride the Wild Mouse first.
0: I think I want to ride again because we rode... Danaconda. Danaconda last year, and then we rode X2 shortly after... Again and like now, Eiji is one I haven't ridden. Eiji is the, the time, only forty coaster that on. we only have
2: one ride on. Yeah. So We rode the Anaconda twice, and obviously we have countless rides on X two. So,
1: and aren't so yeah, that
2: park building Ooh, like a viewing platform also yes, on one of the coasters. The observation deck on the ter- the far turnaround. So the observation deck is like almost two hundred feet tall, if not more, and it's, and it's lovingly festooned by the first turnaround of Fujiyama. And um, I, it's just so wonderfully unexpected and unconventional, and exactly the kind of thing that <laughs> motivates me. As as so a, yeah, I, I'm like, wait, I would go. I already wanted to go back to this park, but I could go back and just probably take pictures up there for like an hour. Um, so I I just feel like Fuji Q is is so memorable. It's, sometimes it's memorable for the wrong reason, but we I think we had a very fortunate. Uh, run in with the park, and I would be happy to do it again. Um, just uh, to pick a good weather day and, and roll our, and roll the dice with the coasters, and you know whatever happens happens with the coasters. But at least go on a good weather day, take some nice pictures, get more rides on our favorites if possible, and, and maybe ride some other stuff there that was down for weather.
0: And then uh, my first park was actually uh, in this list was actually on the same trip. I uh, we went to Hong Kong. And um, a park that I really want to revisit now is going to be Ocean Park Hong Kong. Of course, you mentioned earlier in the episode that some of our favorite coasters there will be retired because of uh, the new business model, which is one of the reasons I want to go back. Mm-hmm. These rides have a lasting memory of from for being several hundred feet above the ocean, and like, you see just mountains and islands and the South China Sea, and it's by far the most breathtaking park I've ever been to. And so, despite a feeling like it was too big to maintain itself... Um, we still had a, we still had a fabulous time. Yeah. It was unforgettable, and I would like to go back in the current stage and still get on those coasters before they retired.
2: Yeah, because it'll never have that feel back. You have the mine train and dragon, but uh, and
0: I don't have hair. Hair razor, razor yet was, down. Because was down. It, it was damaged mm. by we a actually typhoon. actually went a day after typhoon, so we we were lucky that anything was even. It open. was a miracle
2: that there was the mine train everywhere. And, yeah. It was
0: like falling over trees, like there was a car missing from the Ferris so And that was actually rough.
2: my first time. We both rode dragon for the yeah. first time because on my first visit to Ocean Park. In 2015 hair razor was open but dragon was not so that was a, it was such a great day because we were just and there they had some really impressive dragon. animal
0: <laughs> exhibits um. Including a new shark exhibit they had just opened. The shark exhibit really was liked. so spectacular. It went three stories down, like a spiral around the exhibit, mm-hmm. and it was full of really. And they were doing like live haunting. feedings while we were there, and like it was super educational. We yeah. did this little game,
2: it was which was very insightful. Which was
0: honestly almost like painful for the heart because you had to do this <laughs> game against finning, you know, shark finning, shark fin soup. So which you have to play the okay. digital okay. game. Cultural phenomenon. And if you
2: lose, then like a bunch of dead sharks drop. Yeah, yeah. Well, and they're not shark real, Trying digital. to avoid being caught by fishermen, and if you lose. You get your fins cut off, and they throw you back in the ocean.
0: And then, at the end, you have to take
2: a picture with your arms crossed. Arms crossed against a, fish. Yeah, uh, against finished with fin. Yeah, fins. yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, yeah finished with finning or something. Yeah, it was pretty. Dramatic. And there was like
2: all of these celebrity like testimonies about how they've sworn how this off the part of shark you're fins.
0: About. Yeah. Okay, I guess that is one of the reasons that yeah. I would want to go back. They had to a fabulous
2: first. jellyfish <laughs> exhibit too. Like, yeah. Like, there's just a lot. And They have all the, the giant <laughs> pandas jellyfish. and. When we went, the cable car was down, right? I would like to do the cable car. So we have to do the cable car.
0: So there's lots of things that I want to rediscover. And honestly, the best part of the park is views. like if all the rides are
2: closed, yeah. I would honestly not even be bothered. Yeah. Because it is just so breathtaking. It's just a cultural must for yeah. Hong Kong, for the city of Hong Kong. So so that's mine. Yeah. That's your sort of European one. Because mm. Yeah, because like, <laughs> when Ocean Park was built, it was under British rule. So. C.C.P.,
0: if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: And then um, before we move on to the next park, we're going to give uh, another shout-out. Um, Thomas uh, at Thomas Frost 404 his favorite park is actually Bush Gardens, Tampa.
2: He says it has it all. Coasters, animals, restaurants, and good ambiance. Which reminds me of Which several parks later. We love this, that A word, ambiance.
0: Ambiance. That's a good word. Like that's, atmosphere. That's, like A word's a good word at for the end the
2: word, <laughs> At the end of the day, <laughs> ambiance and aesthetic. Oh, my God, there's three
0: A-works. It's atmosphere, ambiance, atmosphere, and aesthetic. aesthetic. This is our new
2: tagline. <laughs> if you get all three qualifications, so that's, you are an A-plus-one. <laughs> approved what we strive. by Coaster Kings. Right, yeah. Coaster Kings approved. Yeah, that's, we're triple A status.
0: Another, another U.S. park uh, was suggested by Aaron at Aaron Hero who said that uh, Hershey Park, uh, because you can't go wrong with world-class rides and appropriately priced food, and I thought that was beautiful. Yeah. Because, like, the worst thing is to get overcharged on food. Like, overcharged I hate to pay too much for food, but I'll
2: pay a lot of money for good and food. And Hershey Park's food is good, too. But Hershey Park is, that's a, they're a, Hershey's a food corporation first, so like. <laughs> a food court first. A food corporation, <laughs> food court first. I mean, rush. everyone who's been to Chocolate World knows that it's just a giant food court. It really is, the And moment. there's nothing wrong with that, because the food is good. So the fact, I mean, we, we t- jump-started a walking taco obsession at Hershey Park, because they had like, vegetarian meat walking tacos. They have, of course, all of the the chocolate, Everything, milkshakes and cookies and, fun and fact, things.
0: When you ride the free dark ride at Chocolate World, mm-hmm. at the end of the ride you get free chocolate. Yeah, it's like free, free. Like Hershey double Park free. is
2: actually it's pretty amazing because you could like f- literally just roll up, pay for parking, go into Chocolate World, you get to free ride the dark ride for like
0: two hours a thing. Oh, it is if a free it's yeah for,
2: uh, Chocolate World. Yeah, you
0: can literally get like a free ride, free chocolate at Hershey Park. You could literally show up and have oh, a great wow. time
2: and not spend any money by just going to Chocolate World for a couple of hours. It's called a Power Move. Uh, it's totally. Because and the shopping, of course, is magnificent. So yeah, um, that's such an that, uh, well-priced, decent food, and the fact that people like someone bringing that up, like that, speaks right to our soul. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I hate spending money on garbage. Aaron, food. we love food. So yeah. we feel you. Aaron gets it.
1: <laughs> well, so my, what's your next park? My park is not Hershey Park,
2: but it also starts <clears> with <throat>
1: an H. It's Hamza Park.
2: <laughs> Love that beautiful... connection. Shout out to Spence transition here. Wow. <laughs> not planned. That was an aerodynamics transition if I've ever seen one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so it's Hamza Park and um I think the last time I went was in 2016. So it was the year, if I'm not mistaken, the year after that uh, Karnan had operated for the first year and they added the theming to the tower so basically Schroeder's kernan is already a reason to go to the park. Again there are some enthusiasts out
2: there that absolutely hate it but there are then yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I've heard nothing but universally positive things about Schroeder's Karnan <laughs> why? Is funny. why do people hate it?
1: Uh, there, there's one of us, our followers on the European ca- uh, Coaster Kings. Um, he literally said that he does not know anyone who likes um, the Shrutis Karna. And then I was like showing a video Nonsense. of the theme park explorers. Hey, they put it on their number one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like several people have it incredibly high on their list. And I think you're one of them, but, right,
1: Sven? Yeah, but I think it is a good idea to go with low expectations or no expectations. Because then I understand why some people don't like certain aspects of it. Um, I don't want to give too much spoilers, but there is something special going on after the queuing, before you ride, and that can be either very annoying, or you'll really like it, especially the first time. Um, But there's just so much going on in Hansa Park. They have also, of course, uh, the previous uh, highlight of the park, coaster highlight of the park, which is uh, Flug von Novgorod. So peeps, there are people that really enjoy that one more than K- Kernan. Um, but so that's the the Gerstlauer Eurofighter there, and it's still very much loved. Um, I love that ride. And it, is, it that was also a big surprise for me because. Honestly, I knew a little bit about Kernan, but not much about that one, and that's why I was literally
2: blown away by it. Did you uh, expect to get your head bashed in, like, on that ride? Because when I wrote it, I was expecting Mystery Mine at Dollywood, which I love Mystery Mine at Dollywood, but I thought about it, and I'm like, wow, there's all this indoor stuff, and it's shoulder hard, and I'm like, assuming it's dark in there, I won't be able to brace, but that ride is smooth so as glass. God. So well designed. Yeah.
0: You and know what's not smooth? The Eurofighter at American Dream. Check out our next episode as yeah.
1: well. <laughs> <laughs> nice, but um, but besides those two, there are plenty of other reasons to go. Like there's fun theming. Uh, I really like the. There was this. Um, how do you call that? It's um, it's like a parkour. Can you say that in English? Oh, okay. like, like a rope course? Ropes course? Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. I did in, that in the there. Air. It was my first time doing anything like that, and it was so much fun. Yeah. It was terrifying I at some point that. because yeah. I wanted
1: to... At the end, there's like a challenging path or the, the first path that you did. And
2: yeah, I remember I that. got
1: stuck a bit there.
2: <laughs> yeah, I didn't do the challenging one. I remember because I'm like, I, I will like, pull a hamstring and have to go to the doctor. Like,
0: you know what I'm really excited for? It I haven't been yet, but... Um, I think Highlander looks like such a cool addition. I'm yes. like, wow, that's a, that's,
1: that's a power move. That's indeed the thing that I haven't done yet la- since yeah. it wasn't open at that time, obviously. And the retheming of Nessie. I am yes. Yeah. It is so yes.
0: beautiful. Yes. Yeah, that was like the last part of the
2: park, that I think, yeah. that looked like it really needed some love. And it looks so good mm-hmm. now. Sven, I'm so glad you picked this park. Because I was thinking about this one, too. Because yeah,
0: we actually accidentally made a like bucket list park list before we went to the list of the episode. Because mm-hmm. we always get
2: off track. <laughs> um, and Hansa Park is on there for us. We're like, we yeah. want to go so bad. Mm-hmm. So that's. Definitely- I just remembered. I wish, like, I loved the park, and I could have spent more time there. I they have three log fl- or three flume rides, like a small, yeah. like a kitty log flume, a regular sized log flume, and then like this weird, like, intimate two across with the weird bump, small shoot. It's like somewhere between a shoot the shoot and a log flume. Yeah, yeah. and I just thought that was so cool. And then they've got mm-hmm. the giant Vacoma roller skater that threads. The Schwartzkopf. Yeah, theme think like, to a mind train, but on the budget. There's a lot of stuff in this park <laughs> that, like, you know, mattered to me as an enthusiast, mm-hmm. like Schwartzkopf's and uh, flume rides and interesting themes. Even like that, the kitty coaster, the, the, the Schlanger von Midgard. Oh, yeah. It has, the, the, like, has a whole story and, like, you and go around twice, twice yeah. but, like, there's a mid show. It was like a pre-show mm-hmm. and a mid-show. Like a show <laughs> on a kiddie coaster. Like, yeah, I, I remember thinking like, wow, this is like really banging. Like they, Hansa Park just seems to have a really good idea of what will complement their lineup. And like, because everything they do just seems to be a perfect fit for them. So
1: it's also
2: the only Legoland that I've been. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. not Legoland anymore, of course. Yeah, fun fact. Because they told us that. They were like, we were Legoland. So we were Legoland for a few years.
0: It's <laughs> a hard time And I was down. like, ah.
2: Oh. Well, what a glow up. Because you would never know. <laughs> Look, we love Legoland. But yeah, Legoland's not building Schwarzkopf loopers, so. <laughs> is Or that, like hypercoasters. So that's not on, you on your
1: know. list, Alex? No, no what's it, on your it, list? W-
2: uh, well, it was considered for my list. But the fact okay. that you selected it, I was like, okay, that's great. So for me... Um, the very first park that came to my mind when I was asking myself this question was Leesburg mm-hmm. because uh, I went to Scandinavia 10 years ago. I, I cannot believe it's been that long. Yeah. But <laughs> 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 In 2011, I went on the Scandinavia trip with the American Coast Enthusiasts. I had a wonderful time. And Leesburg was my favorite <laughs> park of the trip um, without a sh- without question, without a shadow of a doubt. And Leesburg-Bonnen, the Log Flume, and Balder... And the River Rapids ride were rides that really stuck out in my mind. as just, like, exceptional. Oh, yeah. Like, best, uh, best in class. The best of their kind. And, and, like, they had a walk-through haunted house, which is not something I normally do. But the group that I was mm-hmm. with, they are like, we have to do the walk-through haunted house. And it was so, so cool. And I was completely in yeah. over my head with that. Because I had just never even thought of doing something like that before. And I thought to myself, that I bet they're not all this nice. Like, I bet this is just really mm-hmm. amazing because it's at Leesburg. And now... <laughs> Obviously, this is one of the only parks that I've been to that has added, like, two major marquee roller coasters since my visit. Uh, Helix, of course, and um, Valkyria. And they've also added some really exciting-looking flat rides, like their uh, the Zero Star Shape Mechanica. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, it was closed when I was there. they jo- Oh, womp womp. Well, that's another reason for you to go back, too, mm-hmm. then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've always been go? a huge fan. <laughs> this was my number one park for a couple years.
0: Well, you don't have Helix yet? Do you?
2: Like, no. no there, there you go. Nope. None of that was. It was surreal. The, what was brand new when we went was Atmosphere, the drop tower. Oh, they did a I marketing love that sort of thing. one. It's yeah, so fun. Yeah, it was fun. really, really stunning. It, I have the key. The first I keychain time was
1: terrifying. It, it was yeah. one of the few rides where I was
2: scared because it's like yeah, so built so high up, and then you're like yeah. whoa... But like that park has done amazing changes. Like the Ferris mm-hmm. wheel, the Gothenburg wheel that used to be in the harbor. When I was there, it was in the harbor and they purchased the wheel and moved it to the park.
1: Oh yeah. So now they have
2: this big beautiful Ferris wheel that mm-hmm. kinda served as the replacement With air conditioning. for the observation tower that they turned into a drop tower. They replaced their Intamin one of, or not Intamin. They had they had two SNS towers. One of them they still have, and it's wrapped around Leesburg, Bonn and Helix. And the other one they replaced with a Gershlauer Skyroller or a Sky, Sky Flyer, one of the two. The, the Gershlauer, yeah, I think it's a Skyroller. Yeah, the Skyroller, yeah. yeah. But the so, SNS tower?
1: Oh,
2: yeah. You mean the. Um, so they used mean- to have three drop towers. They had an SNS space shot, an SNS turbo drop. And then the new Intamin drop tower that was retrofitted from the observation tower. But the SNS turbo drop, I believe, is the one that they replaced with the sky roller. Mm, and but, I was like, that's a great, up- that was a great upgrade. But the other one them. is gone, too. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah.
1: They have a, is that a, it's not a sky squat, but the, um, oh, I can't think of the thing, of the name now.
2: Is it like it's, a Starflyer or something in there? No, they, it's more
1: like um like a swing.
2: Um, oh, like a screaming swing. Yeah, that's it. That it, was there when I went.
1: Okay. The upswing it. Well, that, that, was was the, yeah. Up, that
2: was there. Yeah. Upswing it. Upswing it. it I so have that was it the before. 2010 Lovely edition. Sweden. We wrote that. It was. I was. I thought that was such a neat. I'm gonna read yeah. it at Park Ikea Berg. <laughs> yeah, upswing it. Yeah, it sounds like a like an Ikea kids playground <laughs> equipment. Um, but yeah, that, a key a that park, I, could, I really mm-hmm. could never say enough nice things about that park. And, and they seem to have continued to really uh, e- expand in all of the right directions. Like, Kanonen was such a weird one for us. Like, I wrote it once. Mm-hmm. And after I wrote it, I was like, OK, I don't really have a need to write that again. And, and then they built Helix, and then they replaced Kanonen with a dive coaster from BM. I was mm-hmm. like, OK, they know exactly what they're doing. Like, they made very smart, calculated choices here. With Speaking their rides. of a park that knows exactly
0: what they're doing, um, my next park is Chamung Ocean Kingdom, <laughs> and this is one of those parks that like I have to revisit because it was simply so overwhelming and so incredibly awesome. Those of you who have been listening, reading, doing, you know, the Coast of kings for a minute, that you guys will know that Chalong Ocean We're Kingdom, big, the biggest is Ocean
2: Kingdom cheerleaders in the world, our by far
0: our favorite park on Earth. But that's also why I need to go back. Every inch of the experience was. Out of this world, fantastic. And um, it was a lot to take in. A lot to take in, including the nighttime show and the parades and the dolphin and beluga shows and all the good stuff. And now they're adding a second gate, which is um, a giant indoor theme park. And they're adding... And the
2: Chimelong Marine Science Park yep. is, what it's, is the official title. And
0: they opened a new hotel, the Marine Science Hotel, which um, overlooks the bay and the hotel, I mean, and the park, as well as the original park. And they're building a cable car ride system to a platform uh, on top of the mountain. And you can see Macau, Hong Kong, the Ma- Zhuhai Macau hong Kong Bridge. It's just a phenomenal complex. And that's where
2: the third park is going.
0: And then the same mountain. Chimlong Animal Kingdom. Well, no, that's oh, actually. Whoa.
2: Or is that different? That's, that's a different resort located north of, uh, of Guangzhou. Are you sure? Yes, I am. Because the Wikipedia, well, the Wikip- I need to fix the Wikipedia <laughs> article then. Because the yes. Wikipedia article says that the third gate for the Chimlong Ocean Kingdom Resort is called Chimong Animal Kingdom. And it's up in the mountains, but they may have been mistaking that moniker with the new resort name. that's already
0: under construction mm-hmm. north of Guangzhou. Um, but yeah, there are there are plans for like a wooden coaster and stuff in the mountains and more of a traditional theme park. Um, they're gonna redo we'll have to OCT see what happens. But
2: correctly. And, and question. Yeah, part, a giant ghost resort. Yeah. Would you go two days? Yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: And I think it was one of our mistakes and we were we were toying with like, okay, let's go back because the next day we went to Happy Valley. Shenzhen which doesn't even deserve to mentioned and it <laughs> sucked so hard that even though we had a really, really good cool time exploring OCTEs that same day I kind of in the beginning of the day was like I really wish I would have just been like I'm not care for the credits today I want to go back to Chamlong Ocean Kingdom yeah and I think on our future itiner- itineraries we have made we have planned 2 days at Chamlong Ocean Kingdom including a hotel stay on resort because mm-hmm. the hotels there are phenomenal um, the, the largest hotel in mainland China is located at Changlong Ocean Kingdom. It, um, it's the Hanking Bay Hotel. They have like dolphins as part of their pool complex. It's just over the top. Yeah. It's just over the
2: top. Like China threw money at it, and it's just over the, the top. Changlong Group is the only other Chinese theme park. Entity other than Disney that's really doing this as well as it can be done.
0: Yeah, and if anyone is kind of like a public, reference point, the public
2: are responding. Their attendance is higher than Shanghai Disney, so that should tell you exactly what yeah. you need to know. Twenty nineteen attendance figures: Ocean Kingdom. I was mean, there eight, were
0: literally ads. And Shanghai
2: Disney was nine. There
0: are the ads world. for shangri Ocean Kingdom, and shangri Paradise as you walk through through the streets of Shanghai,
2: even though it's like yeah. a two and a half hour flight away. Everyone in mainland China knows about shangri Group, they play even the if game they don't live well. anywhere near. So. And they have a product
0: that's really it's something they can be proud of. People from yeah. Hong Kong will go there. People from Macau with very high standards, yeah. Western ideas, can go to these parks and be like, wow, this yeah. is really phenomenal. It's a sophisticated, well where a lot of Chinese parks do not meet the standard of like product. Western mm.
2: cultures. Yeah.
0: And, uh, but yeah, so that's one of the reasons I need to go back and take it all in again because yeah. it was so overwhelming.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and we just had the greatest time. Like, it's yeah. one of those things like you have to come back if you have such a great time, you know? Yeah. Like, you get hooked. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of people that have a great time, uh, the next two parks <laughs> that are listed by our uh, readers or our followers, um, we have Sergi at Sergi underscore font underscore pays, who mentioned Fantasyland, which is obviously the one that I had considered even putting on the yeah. list. Uh, and he loves Fantasyland because every ride has something unique. And that's a good point. Like, every ride there really is its own story. Mm-hmm. It is its own area. Like, the ride dictates what area you it is. You really
2: can't do anything... At Fantaghirland, like there's nothing you can do at Fantaghirland that you can do anywhere else.
0: Exactly, and it's kind of the same for Efteling, which Gregory brought up. At Gregory J. <laughs> okay, this is hard. Okay, Gregory, if I yeah, okay, his Instagram handle is not going to be mentioned. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, he mentioned that Efteling just has the best dark rides ever. You pronounced
2: that... his handle correctly earlier. You yeah, had to I transcribe this, yeah. Is yeah. G.
1: this is a, it's uh, a Gregory a G. Not a J. G. Uh,
2: oh,
1: Gregory uh, J. Uh, I think it's supposed to be a E-N-C-H-A. G N
2: C H E. No, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Gregory. We're Gregory.
0: We gonna... butchered yours, but I'm gonna. Because you told up. me, J. No, I told you, G.
2: No, you did not. Well, maybe you should have looked. At You're some. lying <laughs> to all. to the entire listening public. No, I am not lying to the <laughs> listening public.
0: Yeah, it's it's a it's a G. Yeah. So it's Gregory Grinch G R I E N C H E.
2: Okay. Wow, we, split, you, we, give a yeah, <laughs> we give you yeah. a whole minute. We give you a whole minute, Greg. Greg. Um, thank you for your Efteling point, which yes, is really, really a phenomenal Their dark ride, part ride as collection. Well. Which is exactly, I think, what you, we. I, if it weren't I for like being an Efteling. automatic,
0: like have to hit every time we go to the Netherlands, which yeah. it is for us, like we cannot be in the current Netherlands and not go to Efteling, mm-hmm. then I would be putting on the list. But yeah. I guess not when to go there. Like it's that's not kind really of how funny. we I feel about Shanghai Disney too. Like
2: we'll always go to Shanghai Disney when we go to China. So there was like. It was it was almost incidental that we would be revisiting it. Like we didn't mm. pick any Disney parks on our list because it's kind of expected and like mm-hmm. everyone knows. Like yeah, you're gonna revisit. I the will Disney say parks. I'm surprised,
0: and none of our readers or uh, followers put Tokyo Disney in there because I was thinking that's gonna be the first ones gonna pop up because everyone loves that. There park. were a couple. Oh, there were. Danan did. He's oh,
2: okay. As he their said, favorite park, yeah, 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 yeah. That he said, Land and Disney Sea." Oh, okay, yeah. But okay. my final What's your
1: park, f- I'm staying in the Netherlands. But I'm not going to Yay. Efteling. I'm going to Toverland. Yay! Because it was Black Friday and I bought cheap tickets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice for you. <laughs> I love that that's a thing now in Netherlands and, and Belgium and stuff. They have Black yeah, Friday. Friday sales. It's, it's yeah. crazy.
1: It, it was funny in France. They even moved Black Friday a week because of COVID measures. So
2: it's, <laughs> yeah. It, it messed up my th-
1: things at my work. Anyway, um, <laughs> Toverland. Because it's I haven't been there last year. And uh, actually, what I planned to do was to do Halloween at Toverland. Because, yes, it's, it's re- very busy. But it's getting a lot of praise. And I wanted... I had... Um, just like you, Alex, I'm, I'm not a big fan of scare mazes. And yet, I pushed myself to decide uh, and say, okay, from... I think two or three years ago, I decided, okay, I'll do a Halloween event every year at a theme park. So I did Wallaby Holland. Um, How was that? That was the best one so far. And I have to say, I was lucky, because a very good friend of mine uh, took me along, and we got um, passes for all the mazes. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for the, the, the most expensive ones. The uh, clinic or something? There's the clinic, but there we did a backstage tour, which was oh, cool. uh, incredible. And um, the below, I think, was the other one. That's like in the sewers of um, an, an area near the park that they had <laughs> a, a whole maze. That was fun, too. Um, but they have a lot of praise for Toverland, and they really use also the Avalon area uh, as a theme because obviously you have Merlin, but her his nemesis is Morgana, the Ice Witch or whatever, and that's like one of the main characters in the in the Halloween period. But yeah, I mean Avalon is reason enough to go back to Toverland. I, I do hope so, that they... So,
0: where's your last time there with us when we went? In 2019? Yes. Or 18?
1: 19. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, since then, I know. haven't been. And um, I, I, I God, hope I love that, that they bring back the MScore music to Avalon, though. You took it away? Uh, at some point, yeah. They were, like, playing regular music. And I was like, what the... Why? Come on, to
0: Avalon. You were just... You were finally on the right track. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I guess it was an experiment, I guess, but... But yeah, okay. Tomorrowland.
2: That awesome. park was on one of my top like return to lists because once they built Aval- like I went in 2013 and once they added Avalon, it was like wow, okay, this park has kind of placed itself in a different category than mm-hmm. where it was when I went. Like, and then when I went, it, I went, it was like I felt like a whole new park.
0: It's so impressive. Oh, oh yeah,
2: like they literally built a second gate.
0: It was super impressive. they were <laughs> talking about building their hotel, which I think is cool. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure if it's a two- Two day destination just yet, but mm. I think. No. Um, not, e- at least not even a
1: full day on a very quiet day.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah we were done. The day Carl we went, hours. we had. And we were done everything easy. several yeah. times, yeah. Yeah, because like the location of it feels kind of out there. I definitely mm-hmm. feel like we had to travel quite a bit to get there, but. But mm-hmm. uh, well, you were just
1: so early. <laughs>
0: we were really early really early we got there and the park lot wasn't even open yet so we just parked and then mm-hmm. we we Took just walked pictures. around the farms and stuff it mm-hmm. was a uh, very dutch <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was a cultural experience <laughs> all right so my third choice my chinese park choice was um this one there was a lot of reasons to go back um first and foremost being that i really enjoyed my time there uh despite some of the circumstances. But. Um, it's uh, it was the last park on our China trip, Guangzhou Sunak, um, which I r- we really enjoyed it, even though we were already we were kind of burned out. Like our you know, trip we got to long. this point
0: where it's like it's park fourteen, yeah. and it's like day eleven, and you get to the point where like ugh, some things in China kind of start running together, and it's just tiring, and mm-hmm. we just came off the high of doing Chamlong Ocean Kingdom two days prior, and then we did OTE East, that big goat resort, yeah. um, the day prior, and so getting to getting to uh, Guangzhou Sunak, it's it was much almost, more of a middle tier
2: park a little easier to but we were just like uh, the, like I love I the Sunak parks like you know, they're not as great as they're not as good as Disney or Chimelong Group but they're definitely better than Happy Valley so um we had a a great day at Wuchi Sunak, and that we had a full day and I felt like that one even though there's a coaster there now that wasn't open when we went um the Guancho Sunak Park, I feel like, was one that deserved more attention than we were prepared to give it, just because of where it was located on our trip.
0: And it was hot out, and the park was deserted, <sighs> yeah. and so we got on everything we wanted to get on really quick. But, of course,
2: the inverted...
0: Oh, yeah, this is the... So, yeah, for those who are people From where, this from,
2: yeah. is the park that has d- dueling dragons, which is the oh, Intamin... Okay. The full circle shuttle. Yeah, the full circle. Inverted cir- dueling, and and we The red and the green right? Only the sit-down yes. side. Yeah, the red side was open, the green side was not open, which... Was kind of a recent symptom of how much the park was struggling budgetary wise. Because we went on a Saturday in the summer. We were
0: told, go on a Saturday and it was because beautiful that's beautiful weather. And it's
2: And they and still, but the park was completely deserted. In
0: fact, we were there the last month prior to them switching to a free admission model. Yeah. They switched they to, to a pay per ride
2: model because they were struggling so bad with attendance. So. It definitely
0: didn't help that there was no Metro stop. As yet. much
2: as we were frustrated with like missing the launched invert, we were like, well, like, to be to be real with you, like we really just feel for the park, like we sympathize with their operational woes, and we just want uh, whatever th- whatever they need to do to to succeed. Like we support them. Um, so we look forward to going back. Yeah, because the metro station was under construction. They have a beautiful Wanda shopping mall. I actually it's a Sunak right next. Mall. Oh, is it a Sunek mall? Yeah. They have, oh, it was the um, was the one next to Wuchi a Wanda mall, or was it just oh, the, movie Sunak, the movie it was theater? The movies Wanda, was yeah. So, like, I think the park, the park was so new. I mean, it was only two or three, it was like three and a half months old. And it was just, it it was kind of getting a rolling start. And I feel like when we go back, it will be nice to uh, go again. Well,
0: yeah, another reason to go back is the fact that they're going to be opening up a Forbidden Journey style style dark ride called
2: Havoc Havoc in in Heaven. And they also have um, a flume ride that we found out after the fact was a, like a water coaster. Like a Golden Horse knockoff of a Max Super Splash. And it was, it, okay. Roller Coaster Database added it to their database after we had left. And we're like, oh, okay, because there's all, all the coaster tracks inside.
0: Yeah, so um, we, we just saw like a flume. I mean, and like, we were oh, going we to fly. To we didn't right
2: do now. any of the water rides because we were about to catch a flight. The, air, the, the airport, the Guangzhou Can, uh, Canton Airport is right next to the park. So it's also really convenient. I thought about it, and I'm like, hitting this park again would not be hard. Like,
0: Definitely good for like a like
2: You could a budget a layover in the Canton airport and hit the park and be done in like two or three hours. This park also has our favorite flying theater, Flyover over Guangdong. Gwang, Guangdong. Yeah. Um, so like there was just a lot of stuff that was memorable that we loved. I mean, the side of doing dragons that we rode was awesome because it was just like a really fabulous, like, mm-hmm. yeah. abridged version of Maverick.
0: I think the main reason still is that we just didn't give the, we gave the park a chance, but not enough of a chance. Yeah. Like, at one point, we honestly, like, we had kind of seen it. It was hot. We're tired. Really tired, you yeah. know, day 11.
2: We left park. early, and we went to Starbucks. And, and we just sat at Starbucks across the street had a for, like, pastry. two hours and had, like, yeah. coffee and Because we, we, <laughs> we were just burned out. But then in retrospect, the park sticks out to me in retrospect because there was aspects of it that I really did enjoy. They have the, the BSA... Uh, suspended family coaster that's a knockoff of the MacArthur ride system like i really enjoyed that mm. ride um so really they have two there's two credits that are on the table for us if if we go back there if we're yep. lucky and we get back there and and the invert is open and it's sure, a likable park we
0: love the region it was like, an
2: enjoyable park and i would like to give them more time
0: guangzhou really is the biggest city never heard of mm-hmm. uh, we, we really like, like the
1: region and where is it exactly in china Yeah, so Guangzhou Guangzhou is in
0: southwest China, sorry, southeast China. Which is located? Um, it's the province, the Guangdong province, bar- borders Macau and Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is the same province where Xiamen Ocean and Kingdom is. Guangzhou
2: and Shenzhen okay. make up a, a single megalopolis, is what they call it. It's a giant region because then Guangzhou It's Guang- one of the largest, most highly populated. Because Hong Kong is super highly world.
0: populated too, so that's all all connected. Yeah. It's all just pretty much like one giant, giant developed area. And I there's think not really any part of Guangzhou space.
2: Sunak's problem, uh, in addition to other issues with like getting the ball rolling with that park was also that Chimelong group is based in Guangzhou and Chimelong paradise is in the center of the city has outstanding attendance. The Chimelong water park is the most attended water park in the world. Um, and then they have Chimelong ocean kingdom, which is all the way at the southernmost bit of the Guangdong province. So there's already a highly established, theme park dynasty in guangzhou mm-hmm. alone they're based and only With located in guangzhou which it is fabulous one marketing. of those things
0: where marketing in china is like becoming a new sort of term and so i've been looking into this lately it's just that marketing usually things just kind of sold themselves but looking like something else mm-hmm. right everything oh it looks like a theme park so the fact that it looks like a theme park people will buy tickets and go mm-hmm. but now there's this new game like the, the kind of like the introduction of capitalism and marketing competition that is all kind of new to the to the, to the the region in, in China um, means that parks, and that's a really big problem, have to advertise themselves. And only those that really have aggressive marketing know how to do that mm-hmm. and have the budget for it. Those are the parks that yeah. are shining. And there's parks like Wuchisuna, for example, Fantastic, complete product. We had the greatest time. One of the best dark arts in the world yeah. is at Wojcic Sunak, but yeah. they just don't know how to market themselves, yeah. and so mm-hmm. these parks don't get the revenue. The, even the Sunak
2: parks could. are sensational, and for a product that could just as easily have been cut and paste, cut and paste, cut and paste in all of the different regions, which is a bit more like what Happy Valley's business model was, mm-hmm. the Sunak parks are rem- remarkably unique to each other and even though yeah Happy
0: Valley is like the Six Flags chain and then like uh, Sunak is like the Cedar Fair chain yeah. like there's brand there's brand consistency but not copy yeah, and pastes where Six Flags will copy
2: and paste everything yeah there are Happy Valley parks that are of none of our concern because they lack anything unique but you can see Happy Valley's to response Happy Valleys. to it though
0: because Happy Valley Nanjing Happy opened this Valley year and it looks like a stronger, Sunak park because so they okay. completely themed it
2: so yeah the Sunak tr- so yeah in conclusion the Sunak parks are great and I feel like Guangzhou Sunak has so much potential and I expect them we expect them to succeed and we do plan to return uh for a little unfished finished business with their mm-hmm. coasters um, and to just see the park in a better light um under the assumption that like with the metro station and stuff and some of the changes that they've yeah. made to attract the locals have worked um yeah and speaking of seeing another park
0: um and better light than the next visit around um my last park is universal studios japan Uh, we love the park for what it has to offer we love the park what it has to offer it has one of the most amazing single gate lineups in the world stellar roller coasters stellar dark rides awesome theming operations ever were very very Japanese Um, to be honest the operations just really weren't strong the lines were ridiculous they were running two trains on their Marquee roller coaster that Lily had lines of four and a half hours. It was it was one of those things where like it was almost inexcusable for a park with that attendance and that name to be running an operation they did. And I remember it really detracting because we just kept having to buy more fast pass more you know um, express passes. Yeah. And we just spent eventually over three hundred additional dollars on top oh, wow. of our ticket that we had already prepaid for and our prepaid express pass just to get on all the rides and f- actually have a decent time without having to wait all day
2: yeah that park is handily so, the most expensive theme park experience and like
0: merge and food was super expensive so that so, kind of so was a
1: detractor and would it be cheaper to go two days with maybe a few express passes or just so, one day and the most expensive express pass
0: So that's kind of what I'm trying to get at here, is that I think that we did it on one day as part of a tour, but I think that this park is just not a one-day park. Even if you throw all the fast pass and the roll at it, which cost a lot of money, I think that you don't have enough time to take it in. We were there from like 8 a.m. and it was the Halloween morning, and we were there yeah. till 10 p.m. Yeah, we were there we spent 14, 14 hours, solid oh, hours, wow, at and we park. still had to and rush. And we were
2: running. We were at operating at a breakneck pace to get and
0: so everything that we wanted. Part in. of that is their own fault for not operating properly, in my opinion, but also part of it. The park is just very large, and then we saw the nighttime parade, which is by far the best nighttime parade we've ever seen. It's just like a whole shows on wheels and dinosaurs and all Harry these characters po- in the Harry best
2: Period. Yeah, it was it was outstanding. So like they have what you get, what you you still get what you pay for with USJ, but damn, like if it's not. If someone that
0: like if you travel across the globe for it, and then uh, you know you want to experience everything. It's mm-hmm. not like you live there, you just come back or you're you know unknowingly well, we just lucky hitting up with what some you feel. stuff.
2: Like we, their single rider line system. They have a very popular single rider culture there. Sometimes the single rider line shows to be almost as long as a regular standby line. But they overestimate a lot of their, um, their queue lengths and stuff. So, like, we got more rides on, like, Flying Dinosaur than we expected because were we were rider? able to ride it twice in the same window of time that we had budgeted for one re-ride but because I still, of how long the line was. I would still say projected. that, like,
0: if you can get everything by using a single ride line, it's still not the perfect scene park day out could have you traveled the world Uh, we got lucky like
2: we rode Jaws we weren't gonna ride Jaws but because it had over an hour wait but we were like okay well we'll single rider it because Sean had never been on any iteration of Jaws Mm -hmm. except for the studio tour in Hollywood Um, and I hadn't ridden the the Orlando version since 2006 we got seated next to each other even though we were single riders so like we got really lucky in that moment but then we thought about it we're like this is kind of a crazy system um There just seems to be room for improvement in the whole operation people placement spectrum for that park. And especially when you're one of the top five attended theme parks in the world. Like, there's just room for improvement that we expect to see. And we look forward to going Mm. back. And if that wasn't enough, they added Super Mario World. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Which, obviously, I'm really excited for that. Though, I've heard very mixed things. So, I'm, like, really, I'm not getting
2: my hopes up. Cautiously optimistic. Not getting my hopes up. Uh, we've
0: seen the Yoshi of course, there. because it was leaked. We yeah. haven't seen Mario Kart, but we've just heard. We're things. hearing tepid reviews. Um, so I'm going to keep my expectations incredibly low. Mm-hmm. And if they are blown, but that's not my reason, honestly, mainly for going back there. Because I just want to be able to enjoy the park yeah. this time around, not feel mm-hmm. pressured. Yeah. And sometimes your first time around doing something, you want to get everything in. It's yeah. not a like Critter mm-hmm. Run, it's just like Dark Ride Run, too. Um, and I think going back to parks like that, it's like, well, this time I can like breathe in and like, yeah. do what I really liked and explore the new things. And um, and they have a great foundation, polished, high quality, very expensive, but like very very high quality theme park. And now I just want to be able to just enjoy that. And you know what's you crazy?
2: Know? I mean, like we we there was some stuff that we time budgeted to re ride. Like we rode Spider Man four times, I think.
0: But I was also to have a line because and it was like an yeah the there corner was no line and, like, for
2: um, up. So we just and, But there was up. attractions there that we didn't ride because we have, you know, clones of them in the U.S. And so I thought about it and I'm like, if, this is, if you've never been to a Universal Park and oh, you I mean, were going to USJ... The park
0: really feels like you it was you meant, meant to, to be freaking two mind. gates, mm. because then, like, like, I
2: guess they have the space for two Despicable gates. Despicable Me so is one of their most spot. popular, newest attractions. And we're like, thank God we have this exact attraction in yeah. Orlando. We didn't have to blow 90 minutes. Uh, or And they have backdraft still, which is a, a Hollywood favorite. I'm like, well, we, we know what Backdraft is. Waterworld, same thing. Like, we, don't what is need, backdraft? Yeah, we didn't do World.
0: Backdraft is a giant indoor demonstration, special effect demonstration that focuses on fire. So the movie Backdraft okay. was about a thing in Chicago, the yeah. um, yeah, sky Chicago, Chicago on fire. Yeah. And then, like, the thing Backdraft is when, like, air seeps from, like, you know, kind of like a vacuum. And then if you open that space up, all the flames or fire yeah. will,
2: like, blow in that yeah. direction. That's a Backdraft. Okay. So it's just like it a giant very bunch of fire. Really. in the same vein as Earthquake. Um yeah, Hollywood had one. And so mm-hmm. that was, so it was very, it was, it's a neat thing that they have, but it was something where I'm like, we we're not. It's still a Terminator,
0: we didn't do it, Yeah, time. We're like time. Yeah,
2: we're not budgeting time for this, because we yeah. had to. And then to.
0: Their, their spinning coaster, their max spinning coaster, Space Fantasy, it was running locked without spinning with VR mode, yeah. which really kind of blew. They do a yeah. lot of
2: VR stuff. And
0: so I would I would love to catch that park when, like, Space Fantasy runs, like, Space Fantasy and actually mm-hmm. rotates. Yeah, so. But yeah, uh, we're already coming on to our new length of episode, exactly one hour yep. at this moment. Mm-hmm. So we are going to button, uh, it up. button it up. We're going to wrap it up. So thank you guys so much for listening to the first episode of season three. Super exciting. Um, hopefully you enjoyed Woo. our look back at these nine parks and why we'd like to revisit. Um, another thing I'd like for you to do is to go to Apple Podcasts if you're listening on Apple and give us a review. Um, preferably a good one because that will help us rank better. Yes. And then uh, share your podcast with your friends and family. Uh, check us out on Discord. Um, if you just go to the website, thecoasterkings.com, there is a Discord button right there in the menu. Click that and join us uh, for a fun chat with the team and you know anything coaster and theme park related. And the same menu, you can also find our shop, Shop Coaster Kings. If you want to uh, you know get any theme park merch mm-hmm. and support your favorite coaster brand, <laughs> if I may say so. Uh, and that's Yay. that. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will catch you guys... In season two, I mean yeah, episode two, <laughs> episode two, <laughs> episode two. That's also, I mean, I if just you haven't two. listened
2: to season two, go that's ahead and listen to it because I think it's—I think season two is great. Season
0: two is great. <laughs> listen to season one and season two, and then catch some episode two of season three. Yeah, and that's—that's that's that. Bye. That's the tea. Bye. Goodbye.